Hey everybody, to this Xbox Life episode number 487, titled E3 2018 Sunday Quick Hits. My name is Rob and I'm your host for this show today. Mark could not make the recording, so it's just going to be me. I'm going to cover basically what I got to see today on Sunday, June 10th, which included the uh, Microsoft uh, briefing as well as the Bethesda briefing, which came a couple hours later. As per usual, before we get on to the main meat of the show over here, let's go over some quick show business. Not show business, but show business. And that's that you can catch us recording live, usually on Sundays at 11 p.m. Eastern. You can see that on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. Also, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that at Patreon. You can patronize us or however you call that. You can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon to, uh, to support the show there. Uh, it's not required, but definitely appreciated. Also, you can leave us a tip at thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. And as usual, we do uh, the broadcast on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our show on all three of those platforms. Alrighty, so uh, what did I see today? So first off, with the Microsoft um, show, it was streaming on Mixer, which was one of the ways that you could see it. And I think they actually had the the earliest feed. Everything else was delayed a little longer, you know, a couple seconds longer than the Mixer feed. But the first thing that I got to see was, um, so I was trying to watch it on Mixer because you would get that mix pot, which uh, will be delivered, I don't know, sometime later in the week, where you get uh, one or more free games or whatever for just watching the show. The first thing I got to see was the inability to join in on the viewing of the briefing on Mixer. I don't know if anybody else got to experience that, but it kind of reminded me of last year, I think it was, or maybe it was the year before, where I it was just kind of a little bit of a train wreck, sort of, trying to get in. They had issues, maybe growing pains. They're used to, you know, whatever the normal viewing amount of um, of listeners, viewers, whatever you want to call them on Mixer. And by having this briefing and the whole mix pot thing, it might have overwhelmed the service. I don't know. But what I was getting on my Xbox was I would try to go in and it just gave me a blank screen. So for some time, I don't know, maybe like the first 10, 15 minutes at least, I had to watch it on YouTube and uh, that feed worked. That that stream definitely worked. And then I went back to it later on and was able to get in. And I'm curious to see also if anybody else had this issue, but the stream wasn't a hundred percent throughout the rest of the broadcast where basically there were, there were times where the audio and video weren't in sync. Again, I don't know if it's just something with my Xbox being the insider program or if everybody else had it, but that was, that was really strange. Namely, when Phil Spencer, for example, was speaking and the camera focused on him, it was pretty good. It was, it was right, pretty much right on. But otherwise, like if it was at a distance, different camera view, yeah, it wasn't not good. There was at least, you know, up to maybe like a one or two second uh, lag 
uh, between those two. And it happened throughout the show, more noticeable in some points than others. But uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know if they can just get it right or if it was something with my Xbox. But uh, yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes in the future as well. This year, they had the E3 briefing in the Microsoft Theater, which was pretty darn big. Uh, They had a couple thousand people in there, which I don't know how much more that is than previous ones, but you could definitely see there were a lot more people in attendance. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Just uh, the, the theater looked a lot better than it did in the past. Not that the ones in the past looked bad, but it was just much bigger the stage presence was pretty awesome and uh, it was impressive. It was definitely impressive Uh, being that it's E3. The number one thing on stage, biggest presence was basically the games this year. They did not showcase hardware, which was sort of nice, you know, because they didn't have a new console or anything like that, but it was also a little disappointing because they also didn't really talk about any VR or anything, which everybody was kind of wondering about. But since, uh, you know, games were first and foremost, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. It's uh, definitely a good thing and sort of what we wanted. Uh, so I'm not going to cover all of the games, probably. We'll, we'll see kind of how this goes. We're not going to cover all the games. I'll just cover a lot of the ones that really stood out to me. Uh, but first, before we even get to the games, let's talk about some of the things that they announced throughout the entire show that were definitely notable first off they added a whole bunch of brand new studios to the microsoft arsenal a bunch of these actually most of them we've pretty much heard of before playground games the makers of forza horizon they are now under the microsoft umbrella along with ninja theory so ninja theory made the super duper popular hellblade senua's sacrifice Uh, They added Undead Labs, makers of State of Decay, uh, Compulsion Games. This was kind of a little surprise to me. They made the We Happy Few, which uh, looks like it is going to be in full release on August 10th. And they're starting a new company or a new developer called The Initiative. So this was uh, kind of interesting to me. I didn't really know what to make of it, but uh, time will tell. They talked a little bit about Xbox Game Pass. They were going to add a bunch of games starting on Sunday, the day of the show. We could uh, basically get Fallout 4, The Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited, and Tom Clancy's The Division. So all of those got uh, added in and playable as part of kind of like the E3 surprise launch, whatever you want to call it. Also, they are going to roll out something called Fast Start, um, which uses some kind of machine learning, kind of uh, see where that goes. Basically, it's supposed to let games start up, you know, maybe like twice as fast or to some degree faster than normal. And uh, the Xbox Adaptive Controller is uh, being sold, I guess, for $100. Um, that's pretty much about it for that, uh, at least non-game-wise. So let's get on to the games. They start off the beginning of the show 
least the first game that they showed off was a teaser trailer for Halo Infinite. Looked pretty good. Don't know really what to make of the game. What kind of game is it? Um, there was just a little bit of a video of, was it like a warthog? I think that was just driving. Uh, graphics look pretty good. We'll have to see what, uh, what follows. Then uh, next up, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Ori, in my eyes, looked great even before it had that definitive edition. And it was a lot of fun to play. It's not easy. And this looks like it's going to be a really awesome follow-up to it. If you're a fan, then you definitely want to check this out. Looks like it has like a little owl that uh, is helping Ori out in some way. And uh, <laughs> great animations. This looks like it's going to be a top-notch game. And again, probably top-notch and difficult. And uh, this game is going to be coming out in 2019. They also showed Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. So this came from the makers of Dark Souls, which to me means that it's super impossible to play, but it's probably pretty good because Dark Souls got uh, tons of great reviews and that, um, how should I put it, that reputation for being impossible as well. And uh, so this is coming out in 2019. Can't continue without saying anything about Fallout. Fallout 76 uh, trailer was played and was kind of a little bit of a, a teaser for, you know, prior to the Bethesda show, which came out, I don't know, about five, six hours later. And uh, Fallout 76, I mean, what else can I say? It's Fallout, four times bigger from what they say, and it's going to be an online game. Uh, then, so this was kind of strange, I guess, <laughs> where there's a game called The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, and it was in the Life is Strange universe, and it, so this story is really interesting, and I, I really don't know what to make, or this game is interesting, I really don't know what to make of it, from the standpoint of, it's about a kid I don't know about what age, but, you know, preteen probably and his imagination. And it's really seems to be geared towards like an adult reliving childhood, sort of. I, I, that's who I think this is kind of geared towards, almost from like a nostalgia aspect where it's like, this is the game that you would play to like relive some of the fond memories you might have or least how a kid thinks and uh, you just have to watch a trailer <laughs> you'll know what i mean i'd hope then uh, we had crackdown 3 i'm sure mark is super excited about this and will chime in a lot when we discuss this uh they're saying it's going to be out in february february 2019th we shall see we shall see metro exodus is one that i'm kind of excited for this is a, you know, creepy, scary looking post-apocalyptic disease, whatever, mutant animal game set in Russia. More of what we know from the Metro franchise, and it looks fantastic. And we'll be getting this one in February 20, no, February 2019, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 
is going to be coming to the console with a frozen spin. Not really sure what to make of this one. Um, I never played anything in the Kingdom Hearts universe. And I don't know. I'm just shrugging my shoulders on this one. Um, I guess it's uh, one way to play a game with Donald and Goofy and the Frozen folks. Now, one game that I was just floored about, and I had a lot of questions on this one also as well, and it was Forza Horizon 4. A lot of the discussion that we had in the community that I talked with my friends about is, okay, Forza Horizon 4. What can they do to make this game interesting? You know, they've done, you know, the the different, well, the first one was in Colorado, I think. Yeah, Colorado. Then they went to Europe and they went to Australia. What are they going to do to make this interesting? Because it's getting very samey, sort of. I think it was in Forza Horizon 2 that you could basically go anywhere. 3 was kind of like that as well. You know, you had your jumps, you had your races, you had your festivals. You know, that that's all cool and all, but what could they do to make this different and not just a rehash with new cars? Well, what they did is they added seasons to it. So the seasons is a interesting way to make everything different to, you know, for each race, depending on where it's at. And the examples that they gave, first of all, is the visuals. You have, you know, the summer season where everything is like green and lush. Then you have fall and winter, you know, winter, of course you have snow, all the leaves fall off the tree. Lakes are frozen. You can drive on them. Whereas in the summer, they're not frozen. You can't drive on them, <laughs> at least not for very long. I think you could maybe drive on them for about six feet before the car sinks. But um, yeah, so you have spring where it looks like there's going to be like a lot of flowers, you know, things are, are budding in the trees and it, it looks, it, it looks beautiful. It looks amazing. The cars look gorgeous and it is set in Britain this time around. And another really noticeable thing is, so with this one, it's going to be a shared online world. Don't know quite how that's going to go. Previously, we had Drivatars, right? We had Drivatars of your friends, and you could race your friends and and beat them, of course. You know, that goes without saying. But now, uh, it's going to be an open world where you will be racing with other people. Not really sure what to make of that yet. Um, I could see people causing trouble. <laughs> And just crashing into everybody and and all. But uh, I'm really looking forward to this one, actually. It was a little pensive initially, but I'm all for it. It's going to be out in October of this year. And it's going to be in Game Pass on release day. So I'm all for that. You know, it saves me 60, 80 bucks or whatever it is. Okay, uh, then uh, they also showed uh, a little bit of a trailer of the Division 2. That looked pretty interesting. The first Division, it was fun. Um, this one looks like they, you know, stepped it up a notch. And um, it's set in the Washington, D.C. area, if I recall correctly. Uh, looks, like I said, 
looks great. First one looked pretty good. So it's a continuation of that and it'll be coming out in March of 2019. Then uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. This is a game that, you know, we got a little bit of a teaser a while ago and uh, it looks great. Looks great. Uh, more Laura Croft goodness. Uh, graphics, you know, the visuals look amazing. I uh, think just more of what we've come to know and expect of the Tomb Raider franchise. And it looks like it's going to be out in September. Uh, then there was a skating game that they talked about called Session. Um, looks good. Looks like when you fall, you hurt yourself. <laughs> this guy fell, banged his head, and was holding his head. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know too much about uh, the racing game or the skating games. Never really played them too much. That just dabbled a little bit with Tony Hawk series, but never really got into it. Uh, Devil May Cry Five was shown, and uh, this is going to be out in uh, the spring of 2019. I don't know if it's got a release date yet. Uh, Cuphead has uh, something called The Delicious Last Course. This is going to be out in 2019. There's going to be a new character, like a girl cup. And um, yeah, if you like Cuphead, uh, there's more Cuphead goodness for you. Bandai Namco showed a game called Jump Force. And that's an anime fighting game. I never really got into these very much uh, for the people that love this style of game. They, the visuals look great. You'd probably like that. Uh, Dying Light 2 was shown, and um, yeah, they, they put some work into this game. Looks like, uh, you know, more of the Dying Light goodness that you learned, that you got from the first one, and the interesting way that they kind of showed it is they showed you everything that you could do in the beginning uh, of this video and then it like goes dark and you see the the zombie guys or whatever they are the creatures and you see them it's like oh you got those too so um that, that looked interesting now also they they talked about uh not talked about they showed a quick video of battle toads so it looks like there's a new battle toads coming out i remember there was speculation a while ago about Major, or not Major Nelson, um, Phil Spencer wearing a Battletoads shirt, and if that was any kind of indication what was going to happen. And I think he mentioned he liked Battletoads on Twitter or something. There was a discussion, but uh, it's coming out in 2019. Also, Just Cause 4 was shown. This is going to be out in December of this year. Uh, more Just Cause goodness with that... Uh, you know, grapple and just blowing everything up. Uh, Gears of War 5 was shown. They showed a little bit of a, of a video of what was going on with Cat. And, it, it, I mean, I'm not going to talk too much about it if you haven't seen it. But uh, Gears of War 5, goodness, what, what else can I say? We got to see two trailers. Or actually, a trailer for two expansions. Um, for Sea of Thieves, The Cursed Sails, and Forsaken Shores. So the first one, Cursed Sails, is going to be out in July. Forsaken Shores is out in September. 
if you've got Game Pass, I think you get these as part of it. I don't think you have to pay for it, but I could be wrong. But, uh, you know, more Sea of Thieves goodness. You know, we're always talking about how, you know, the base game was, you know, sort of lacking. Now here's the content that they're releasing for us. Um, then uh, Tales of Vesperia uh, got shown. Uh, they're getting a definitive edition for that. And uh, there was this little game called Tunic, which was really interesting. It really reminded me of, like, uh, when I used to play Zelda A Link to the Past. I think that was the name of the game. And it was a lot of fun. So it looked very much the same. The visuals look really good. Um, and I'm definitely interested in this game. Again, it's called Tunic, Tunic T-U-N-I-C. So I'm definitely interested in checking that one out. And they closed the show with a trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. So this is uh, the game from the same makers that made Witcher 3, uh, CD Projekt Red. And wow, this this game looks amazing. I mean, <laughs> these guys did not sit on their laurels, definitely, after the Witcher 3. And... Uh, you have to check out this trailer. And I think it also probably had the coolest intro ever inside an E3 briefing. So definitely check it out. It really reminds me of a Luke Bassan. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, movie like the fifth element. And he made a couple other ones. I think he did Valerian as well, but uh, yeah, this game looks like it's going to be amazing. And, um, I don't know if they said when it was going to be out, but, uh, it, it looks really, really good. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention that, uh, along with gears five, they did announce gears pop, which is going to be an iOS and Android game, uh, tied with, uh, the Funko pop characters, you know, little bobblehead guys. And then there's also going to be a gears tactics game which i believe is windows 10 only if i remember right so uh this is kind of one of those you know turn-based strategy tactic games you know kind of like uh xcomish sort of but set in the gears universe and looks it looks really good looks really good so moving on to bethesda Bethesda had their briefing a couple hours later. It was at uh, 8.30 Central. And the it, it, it was really strange to me, at least, because the setup for this one was in a very like long, narrow venue. I'm not really sure what the place was. And then they had like a stage in the middle that was like two-sided. So all the speakers just faced one side with the cameras and had their backs to everybody else. So there's a lot of people, half the audience, I think just got to see the back of everybody, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And then another thing that really surprised me, and this was very shocking actually. So with the professionalism, that was the Microsoft Xbox presentation, you go to the Bethesda one and they started with a lot of swearing. Um, it, well, it wasn't a whole lot, but I don't know if it was really necessary and I was very aware of it. 
you know, because when you have kids and you're trying to have them not swear and such, uh, when everybody starts swearing, you kind of notice it at least a little bit. And I don't know why they do it. I really don't, you know, I think we're a little older than, you know, trying to be cool and, and swearing and such, but it, it really stuck out and it was done, you know, a whole bunch of times within the show. But uh, anyway, getting into the games, they showed off uh, Doom Eternal, which is the next, uh, you know, id software release in the doom franchise so it's a sequel to the doom that came out about two years ago and uh it looks more like doom (laughs) it's got all the doom goodness that we are used to they had elder scroll blades which is a uh it's a game that i believe is supposed to come out on all platforms eventually but uh, i think if First might come out on mobile platforms, and it's basically an Elder Scrolls first person per, first person um, hack and slash sort of that you can play on mobile, and it looked good. Uh, they talked a whole bunch about Elder Scrolls Legends, which is a great uh, card game. You know, think Hearthstone when you think about this, but uh, it's done really, really well. I started playing it on my phone about a year ago, maybe, but uh, I just had a hard time with the phone format. You know, the screen is a little small for the text. Maybe I'm just getting old or, or whatnot, but it's really geared, I think, more towards uh, tablets and such or, or bigger screens. But uh, they're doing a whole bunch of little changes. They're, I think they're changing the interface or they're upping the graphics on Elder Scrolls Legends, and it's coming to the Switch. So it'll be out uh, on uh, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, They also announced Elder Scrolls VI. Uh, Everybody loves that game. Uh, They talked about Fallout 76, a lot more detail than they did in the Xbox uh, briefing. And... um, I don't know how much I can say about this one. Just, uh, you know, more Fallout goodness, multiplayer. You can also play it solo. And it's good stuff. Uh, They also talked about Fallout Shelter. It's coming to the Switch and PS4. Uh, Prey has new DLC along with uh, some new gameplay modes. Quake Champions is uh, a free-to-play game. I believe it's in beta, but if you grab it this week, uh, basically the week of E3, you can get in on the beta and play it prior to release, and I think you can hang on to it. Uh, it's not just a like one-week beta. And uh, they also had uh, Rage 2, so this is the follow-up to the rage game that came out uh, a couple years back and it was kind of an interesting segue into it for them (laughs) because uh they started off talking about uh yeah the game that basically walmart canada spilled the beans on (laughs) as it was kind of funny they handled it pretty well but rage 2 is coming out in spring 
2019. Uh, they also kind of teased their next big game called Starfield and uh, talked about uh, some VR games. Uh, Wolfenstein is getting a VR game and there was one other one. I forgot what, what the other one was. Uh, Wolfenstein has uh, a new game coming out called Youngbloods. So this is set in the future. I forgot what year it was, like 70s or 80s, something like that, where B.J. Blaskowitz's twin daughters or two daughters uh, are the main characters in this game. And it looks like you can play it co-op, if I remember right. So probably one person playing each daughter. And I believe that was about it. So they, um, you know, they covered a whole bunch of stuff. I was a little disappointed that they did not cover Dishonored. So looks like we probably won't be getting any Dishonored content over the next year or so. Well, I mean, which is fine. There's a ton of other good stuff as well. We just had Death of the Outsider a little while ago. But, uh, you know, I would have liked to see some Dishonored 3 uh, game talk but hey there's always next year right yeah so that's about it uh, so yeah there you have it uh, that is uh, kind of like the main things I want to talk about for the two Microsoft and Bethesda uh, briefings that we had on Sunday and this was recorded on Sunday so I haven't seen anything else uh, for example the Sony Nintendo Ubisoft etc so we'll see what happens with those, what kind of cool stuff that they might release, if anything. All right. So, um, and as usual, if you'd like to send us a voicemail, you can go to thisxboxlife.com, this click on send voicemail at right, and uh, you can leave us a voicemail up to 90 seconds, or you can also do an MP3 recording of yourself, hopefully in a clean, quiet environment. Well, I mean, clean audio-wise, it's up to you if you it's like clean germ-wise and such. But, uh, you know, you can do an MP3 recording and send it to us at contact at this xboxlife.com. We also have a Twitter account. Uh, you can you can follow that at this xboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. It's called this Xbox Life, by the way. And also we have a Facebook group. You can get to that at this xboxlife.com forward slash Facebook. The group is a closed group. So if you don't have access, you just need to request access. We will usually uh, hand you know, grant access to just about anybody except spammers. We do not like spammers in the group. And also closed groups uh, mean that only when you post in there, only other people that are in the group can see your posts. So if somebody's not in the group, they don't see your posts. And uh, moving on to this week's releases. So for June 12th through the 15th, and that is what, Tuesday, June 12th through Friday the 15th, we have on the 12th Jurassic World Evolution. We also have Super Bomberman R, uh, Lego The Incredibles, Omega Strike, and uh, actually those last two were on the 15th. So Lego The Incredibles and Omega Strike are both on the 15th. The first two, Jurassic World Evolution and Super Bomberman R, are on the 12th. 
And out of those four, it looks like only Jurassic World Evolution is Xbox One Enhanced. So a little bit of a slow week of releases, but um, yeah, it is E3 week and a lot of other stuff's going on. As for Games with Gold with Xbox One, we have Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia for the entire month of June and Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain continues for a couple more days, exiting on the 15th. Uh, on the 16th, we will get uh, Smite Gold Bundle, uh, Xbox 360, and Xbox One backwards compatibility. We have a couple more days of Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, and new on the 16th is going to be Lego Indiana Jones 2, The New Adventures. Those Lego games are usually always pretty awesome, and uh, definitely uh, worth the price over there of free 99. And uh, also, as usual, if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find it at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon or on the homepage or at the top of the Facebook group, whichever one is easier for you to get to. Uh, we would definitely appreciate if you use it. Use that each and every time you make your purchases on Amazon does not cost you anything extra, and it's a great way to help support the show. Also, if you're an iTunes user, if that's how you consume your podcast, your music, or whatever, just uh, find our podcast uh, within the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating. The more five-star ratings that we get, the more we get bumped up in their rankings, and more people can find out about the show. Also, we're on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube Subscribe to us on each and every one of those three. And as always, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music uh, that we did not use <laughs> in this particular show, but uh, we use it in most of our shows. So that's about it for this short, I'll call it short, but it's a lot longer than I thought it would be, uh, episode of This Xbox Life. That's episode 487. And... We'll catch you all next time with episode 488. Again, I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody.